2: Thank you for joining us for the Mighty Main Street Business Show every Sunday from 11 a.m. to noon. We're interviewing our resilient small business communities in Salt Lake County and across the state of Utah. These are the folks creating our jobs and driving Utah's market. They develop our main streets that support the vibrancy of our tourist economy and where we as locals also enjoy dining and shopping. This business program is underwritten by CEO Caitlin Eskelson with Visit Salt Lake and the Managing Director of Utah Office of Tourism, Vicki Varilla. I have one of the partners of Open Snow, Evan Thayer, on Mighty Main Street today, brought to us by Utah Office of Tourism. And I'm excited to talk to Evan about, well, because I'm a skier, about Open Snow, but he's got other things that he's doing as well. So, Evan, thank you so much for joining us on Mighty Main Street and uh, brought to us by Utah Office of Tourism.
1: Thanks for having me, Chris. I'm glad to be here.
2: It's a pleasure. You know, as a skier, I was very motivated and excited about your app. Well, first of all, don't you have a couple other partners?
1: I do, yeah. Um, My business started as Wasatch Snow Forecast here locally in Utah, and two other forecasters who are doing similar forecasts in Colorado and the Tahoe area. We joined forces, oh, it's going on about 10 years now, to create open snow and bring ski conditions throughout not just the United States, but really throughout the world, and bring it all in one easy-to-access place.
2: That's exceptional. What a cool idea. And then to uh, to partner up with a couple other forecasters. I think that's a great idea. Tell us how it's working. Are people accessing this all over the world?
1: It's working great. Uh, Every year we have seen growth and really exponential growth as our market has expanded. Skiers throughout the world are now downloading our app, which we have available on both Um, Apple Store and the Google Play Store. It's just called the OpenSnow app, and we've seen growing users. Uh, I believe we have several hundred thousand registered users, and we're getting uh, millions upon millions of page views every season, and every year we've seen growth upon that existing base.
2: Did you say several hundred thousand?
1: Yes. uh, I think at last I checked, we had close to half a million registered users in our app and on our website. And we also uh, offer a, um, a premium subscription, which allows you to access additional features within the app and website. And we have about 50,000 paying subscribers to our service.
2: Evan, that's extraordinary. And I know you've been around since 2010 when you opened up Wasatch Snow Forecast, but that's, that's extraordinary, don't you think?
1: Yeah, you know, I always say that, for lack of a better term, things have snowballed over the past twenty. years.
2: <laughs> That's so corny. I love it. It's right up my alley. Evan, where are you from? I thought I just heard you say about. You sounded a little Canadian. Where are you from? I
1: am not Canadian. I actually grew up in the Lake Tahoe area, on the Nevada side of the Lake Tahoe area. I went to school in Colorado and... Then after graduating from college and working in the in the Denver area, I moved to Utah with my wife. Uh, it's going on 12, 13 years ago.
2: Oh, okay, so you're not quite Utah. You don't quite have that Utah accent yet. So it's kind of a little mixed. Uh, yeah, Yeah, you... I
1: I'm, I I don't quite drop the T in mountain quite yet.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Is that I mean we you know what that's learned. I mean mountain uh, I mean that's just learned. That's something that my niece tried to do that. I'm not. I, I've been here for so long. I feel like. I mean, I am a Utahan, but I wasn't born and raised here. My niece tried to do that when she was growing up, and I went, "No, no, no. You don't. You don't. You're not going to go mountain." But anyway, uh, that's <laughs> funny. That that's a good one. Um, th- this is a cool job. I mean, this has got to be a cool job. I, do you enjoy it?
1: It's a dream job. I mean, I always say. I am a skier first and a forecaster second. (laughs) So there's a, I think, part of the reason why we've been successful is that's the way I am. That's the way my partners in Colorado and Tahoe are. For us, this is what we want to do. We want to get up there and ski the best conditions possible. We are very passionate about that. This is what, this is our passion. So I think that comes across in our forecasts, And users can understand we're very honest when we're disappointed in the forecast and we're not seeing the storms we want to see, that, is expressed through our written forecast and when we're excited readers can tell and I think they pick up on that palpable excitement and I think that's what it's kind of spreading the stoke and getting everybody excited for great ski conditions.
2: That's just really owning your stuff Evan. I mean I think that's very cool to go we're skiers first and then this little side hustle is what's feeding our first desire and that is to get in the mountains and ski.
1: That's true every day I go skiing I kind of chuckle to myself to this day and think, wow, this is my job.
2: Well, yeah, Evan, do you have supporters? I mean, do you have partnerships with some of the ski resorts so it can offset your passion uh, and not have to pay every time you want to do a run?
1: Absolutely, yeah. Several of the ski resorts here in Utah and throughout the United States and really the world support us through advertising dollars. We are also supported by marketing agencies such as the Utah Office of Tourism, Visit Utah and Ski Utah, we have support throughout the industry, and that really makes this possible.
2: This is as genius as it gets. Tell me the name of your partners again, your other two that are in Colorado and Lake Tahoe.
1: The Colorado forecaster is Joel Gratz. He's one of our founders of Open Snow, and he was writing a forecast oh, back 13 years ago called uh, Colorado Powder Discussion, I believe, or Colorado Powder Forecast. My other partner, Brian Allegretto, in Tahoe was writing a another forecast there called Tahoe Weather Discussion, and I was doing Wasatch snow forecast, and you know, through users, they were letting us know, hey, there's somebody else who is doing a similar forecast in these other regions, and so we all connected and started talking, and eventually we joined forces, and we've added additional forecasters throughout the United States and Canada, and it's just grown from there.
2: See that's so smart. I was just going to say, what about back east and of course up north? That's really I, that makes we a lot do. of sense. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so we when you're have
1: not- a New England forecaster and a Mid Atlantic forecaster who make custom forecasts for those regions.
2: Okay, so now what do what do these fabulous partners, Joel, Brian, Evan, what do you all do in the summertime and the fall before the first snowfall?
1: We do a lot. We originally were focusing on winter weather. But there's so much recreation that occurs that is condition and weather-dependent year-round that we've expanded our services. Uh, Several years ago, we launched a sister app called Open Summit. That's used for mountain biking, mountaineering, hiking. That will give you custom forecasts along specific trails, so you can literally time where you'll be on the trail when, say, rain showers are most likely to hit or lightning might hit. And you can take appropriate precautions that way. And we have a full team of developers who work on these apps. It's not just the forecasters now. We, our business has been expanding, and we've hired, um, like I said, web developers and mobile app developers who make and add features uh, to these apps and website. Really, year-round, we're always looking to add better and more effective and efficient features.
2: You know, one of the things, uh, and I'm sure you guys have talked about this, Evan, you and Joel and Brian and, and the other forecasters, is that, and not to be dramatic, but why would I stop now? But you look at uh, what happens in the summertime when we have these storms that just come up. And, and you know, when we start seeing lightning, I mean, uh, some of this stuff could really protect people to some degree, with you know, with these crazy storms that come up out of nowhere.
1: Absolutely. Uh, lightning, especially in the mountains, can be very dangerous. Yes. You can see on exposed ridgelines or peaks. And it is imperative to know what the weather is going to be and be prepared to get to a safe location if a thunderstorm rolls in. So we really are trying to not just help people have a good time, but keep them safe as well.
2: Yeah, I think that's a great mission. So how do you get all your information? How do all you and your forecasters, where are you guys getting your information?
1: Really, it starts with the average U.S. citizen. We all pay taxes and those taxes here in the United States go towards funding the National Weather Service and NOAA and the NCEP, which creates numerical weather models that are publicly accessible. And so these weather models have been getting better for decades, and they work on creating forecasts and giving output. So we're all trained forecasters and meteorologists, so we check these weather models uh, up to four, five, six, ten times a day, looking at the latest runs of these models and then we interpret the data that comes out in the output and turn that into forecasts that make sense for the average user.
2: So do you also recreate in the summertime, in the fall?
1: Yes. I am an avid mountain biker, and my wife and I are avid hikers as well. So I spend probably on average four or five days a week out in the outdoors doing some kind of recreational activity, even in the summer.
2: I would think that this is going to grow exponentially because so many people, because of COVID, kind of discovered the great outdoors. And I heard there was a survey done where 80% of people that were polled that were first-time outdoor people said that they were going to continue. So our state parks were just kind of really busy this year. Our national parks, when they opened back up, were really busy. And so I see this really taking off right now because people are discovering the great outdoors. And you're in these beautiful areas where they do have summer, fall, winter, spring. And so... Do you see this business really taking off? It sounds like it is.
1: So far, it just continues to grow. I mean, if there's one thing, like that you said alluded to that has come good from this pandemic is that people seem to have rediscovered the outdoors. I really do think that business continues to grow that will become the gold standard in outdoor recreation forecasting. I you know, I see really bright things for our future.
2: I'm so glad to hear that. I probably should have asked this question in the very beginning. Were you one of these little kids that just really loved storms? I mean, how did you get into <laughs> how did you get into this in the first place?
1: I was a weather obsessed child uh, <laughs> growing up in Tahoe. I we got some very large snowstorms in the Sierra Nevada, and I was obsessed with snow. And I, you know, I loved skiing from a very young age. My father was a volunteer ski patrolman at Heavenly Valley. In the lake tahoe area so i was skiing as soon as i could walk and i honestly don't remember if it was i got into weather because of skiing or if i got into skiing because of weather like (laughs) a chicken and the egg scenario but i have always been obsessed with snow obsessed with weather and my eyes are always on the sky
2: we're gonna take a quick break. I have Evan Thayer with me, partner of Open Snow Open Summit. And as soon as the break is over, we're gonna come right back and we're gonna talk about the weather. Check out today's business interview using the KSL News Radio app or at KSLnewsradio.com. Just click on podcast. More stories on Mighty Main Street here on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and eleven sixty AM.
0: I'm Dave Cawley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast Cold.